0: Chapter One. She doesn't see the man until right at the last moment. Lisa is in the garden hanging the washing on the rotary washing line when all of a sudden he appears from behind the flapping sheets. She drops the sheet in her hands onto the grass with a yelp. The man looks so terrifying that she recoils, bumping into the table behind her. The washing basket tumbles to the ground, followed by the pegs. The man studies her with squinted eyes. He looks quite scruffy, with crew-cut black hair and at least two days' worth of stubble. He's wearing worn-out cowboy boots, and his clothes are covered in grass stains. But it is mainly the icy look in his eyes that frightens Lisa. A gust of wind makes the washing line spin, and the flapping laundry hides the man from view for a few seconds. Lisa seizes her chance and runs towards the kitchen door. The man steps around the washing line, beating aside the sheets that blow at him and follows her. Just before she reaches the house, he breaks into a sprint. Lisa slams the door in his face, but before she can throw the bolt, the man pushes it open and forces himself inside. His presence fills the entire kitchen. Lisa's eyes race over to the knives hanging on the tiled wall above the worktop, but she knows she'd never be quick enough to reach them. She inches cautiously backwards towards the open door of the sitting room. The shrill sounds of the television programme her five-year-old daughter, Anouk, is watching on the sofa emerge from inside the room. Lisa waits, motionless. The intruder does too, and they stare at each other for a length of time. Just as long as Anouk doesn't notice, just as long as she stays put, absorbed in her cartoon. The man doesn't look particularly muscular, but he is very tall and Lisa knows that he could have her on the ground no problem. She isn't going to fool herself into thinking that she could hold him off, though she can prevent him from catching sight of her daughter. It occurs to her that he hasn't yet said a single word. She can't fathom him out. She has no idea who she's dealing with or what he wants from her. As the man advances towards her, she retreats and holds onto the doorpost, but he heads towards the worktop. The remains of their lunch are there, the breadboard, half a loaf of brown bread, a packet of crackers and some chocolate sprinkles. A nuke's half-finished glass of milk is in the sink. She didn't want more than that today, and Lisa didn't want to force her. She probably would have spat it out again anyway. The man grabs the glass and finishes the milk. Then he swipes the bread bag, ignores the knot Lisa has made in it and tears open the plastic. The slices come tumbling out and the man stuffs one into his mouth without even considering the fillings on the worktop. He keeps one eye on Lisa as he eats. She watches the scene in astonishment. The man is starving. Seeing him eat ravenously, she is in two minds. If she'd been alone, she could have run away by now, but she won't get far with a nuke. The best she can do is to try to make it clear to him that she's not his enemy, that she wants to help him. She opens the fridge with trembling hands and reaches inside. As she does so, his large hand grabs her arm and his aggressive face looms very close. But when he sees that Lisa is holding a box of eggs, he relaxes. I, I thought I'd fry you some eggs, Lisa stammers. Would you like some? The anxious, submissive tone she hears in her own voice doesn't please her, but the man lets go of her arm. Her legs feel as though they're about to disappear from under her, but she makes it to the worktop and opens a cupboard. As calmly as she can and without any sudden movements, she gets out a frying pan and sets to work. Too close. He's standing too close to her. Lisa's hands clutch at the packet of butter. She'll have to slice off a pat, but she'd rather not draw his attention to a knife. The butter is cold and hard, and she has to fiddle at it to remove the paper and squeeze off a chunk. She throws it into the frying pan and wipes her fingers on her jeans. The butter hisses in the pan. Soon the eggs follow. She has broken them so clumsily she has to fish out pieces of eggshell. She's far too extravagant with the salt and pepper. It annoys her that she has lost control of her hands. At the same time, she needs to keep herself busy and maintain the appearance of being calm. She moves slowly and deliberately to the fridge, and this time he leaves her alone. Cheese and ham land haphazardly on top of the egg.